Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whelan from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on your income, so the less you make, the less you have to pay for our services. I want to talk to you today about bail in Massachusetts, uh, bail in criminal cases. Uh, what is bail? Uh, well, bail is uh, value that is given to the court to hold, uh, typically cash, but it can be other things as well. Uh, and it will uh, allow you to be released. So the purpose of bail is to ensure that you show up for all of your court uh, appearances. That's it. It's just to make sure that you show up when you're supposed to show up. It's not a punishment, uh, and it's not uh, intended uh, to um, put you in a bad spot, uh, although that's really the, uh, the outcome oftentimes, but at least that's not the intent. So as I say, um, bail is something of value that is uh, placed with the court. They hold on to it uh, for a period of time. It can either be cash bail, uh, where you actually have to pay cash or you know use your credit card, a debit card, or something along those lines, uh, or it can be surety. Surety is something of value that you give. Um, for for instance, it's equity in a home. Uh, that's the most common, uh, probably the most common. Um, example of surety bail. So sometimes you'll hear a in a case, a the, the judge will say, uh, I, I'm going to set bail in the amount of uh, $15,000 surety or $1,500 cash. So that means you can either pay $1,500 in cash to get released, or if somebody is on the outside, especially if they can if they have a, a house, if they have uh, $15,000 in equity, they can put that equity, uh, post that as your, as your bail. Most often, especially in the uh, uh, district courts in Massachusetts, uh, we see bail in, as cash bail. Uh, so um, keep in mind that bail can be set uh, at the police station. Uh, so if you're arrested and taken to the police station, there might be a question of bail. That's a term that you're going to hear uh, either at the police station or at, at the uh, arraignment when you're in court. A question of bail means that the Commonwealth, a government that is, uh, is uh, asking the court or a, uh, a judicial officer to consider post, uh, setting bail on your case. So what happens is at the police station, if uh, there's a question of bail, a clerk magistrate will be called out uh, to come to the police station. This is if it's after hours. So if the court's not in session, a clerk magistrate is on duty uh, and will be called out uh, to come to the, to the police station, look at the case, look at the facts of the case, uh, look at your record and so forth, and decide whether they are going to set bail on your case from the police station. Uh, that that could happen, or they could hold you without bail, or they can release you on personal recognizance. Now, personal recognizance is still considered bail for certain purposes. Uh, however, you don't have to pay any money in order to be released. So let's say that uh, they release you on personal recognizance from the police station, or they set a bail that you can pay. So they, they say $250 bail, you come up with that $250 uh, and, and you get released. Now you have to go to court. You have, they get, they'll give you a date to go for an arraignment. An arraignment is the first, typically the first time you go into court, and it's when you're officially told what the charges are against you uh, that the police department are alleging uh, which, what crimes that you've committed. So even though you've been released on personal recognizance or you've been released on bail that you posted, the Commonwealth, uh, the district attorney's office in this case, can ask for additional bail if they feel it's warranted. 
So perhaps uh, when you show up, they look at your record or they look at the case or they have further information uh, that the clerk magistrate perhaps didn't have at the police station, they could still ask for more bail to be set. Uh, so just because you were released uh, from the police station doesn't mean you're out of the woods as far as, um, as far as bail goes and as far as you being released. They can ask for additional bail. If the judge sets bail, you cannot be released until that money is posted. So they will hold you in custody until the money is, is posted. So um, it's good to go to court. If you have any money that you have on your person, go with somebody else that has money that can bail you out if need be. Uh, a lot of times, I can't tell you how often um, this, ha this happens, uh, we'll get a case where someone is taken into custody uh, at the court uh, or is brought into custody uh, to the court. They ask for bail. Uh, the person says, oh, I can call somebody, um, but I don't have my phone and I don't have a number because nobody nobody knows anybody's telephone number anymore. So they don't have the, the person's number that we can call in order to try to get bail for you. Usually, if you're in lockup, they're not going to let you use your phone. Sometimes they won't even give, grant you access to the phone to look up your contacts to find out the telephone number. So if at all possible, have somebody at, at court with you uh, who, can, who can assist you uh, as far as that goes. Whether or not the judge sets bail um, is dependent on many factors. I think there are 18 factors in total that a judge will look to. Some of the most important ones are um, the uh, nature and circumstances of the crime charged. So if the crime, if the crime is very heinous, if it's a very uh, violent crime, for instance, uh, that's going to warrant more bail. Uh, and again, it, it bails not to punish you because of you being accused of such a, a heinous crime. But uh, if you're facing such a serious uh, charge, you're viewed to be more likely to possibly run away and not show up for court. So so if, if it's a very serious case, it could very well be that um, the judge will set bail on your case. Uh, the pen, the uh, potential penalties that you're facing this sort of goes along with that on the same in the same regard. So if you are if you're facing uh, jail time, uh, um, minimum mandatory jail time, uh, for instance, that's a, those are crimes where you cannot be uh, sentenced to anything less than a certain period of time of incarceration. If you're facing that charge, bail is more likely to be set on your case. Um, they're looking for family ties and ties to the community. That's a very important one. So if you grew up in the area, if you have family in the area, if you're if you're a family person, a parent, you have children that are depending on you, uh, things along those lines. If you have ties to the community, uh, that's a sign that you're less likely to be uh, to to abscond and to not show up for court. So ties to the community is one of the most important factors uh, that we look to uh, when we're talking about bail. Um, employment history, the length of employment. Uh, if you have a particularly um, responsible position, uh, those are those are the types of things that the, the court will look to to show that you are per, perhaps not a flight risk. Whether or not you're a flight risk in general is is one of the most important uh, factors. So if in the police report you gave a false name or they you tried to run away from the police, these are uh, indicators to the Commonwealth and perhaps the judge that you are a flight risk and that bail is necessary to ensure that you show up for court. Um, any history of mental illness or substance abuse plays into it as well. Um, your criminal record. This is this is one of the most important things uh, that that the court will look to when deciding if you're if you're a uh, candidate for bail or if you can be released on personal recognizance. Your criminal record, especially 
your history of defaults, if any. So a default is if you have a court date and you don't show up, you're defaulted. A default warrant will issue. You can get arrested on that and brought into court. If you have a history of defaulting in the past, the court's going to think you're not going to show up for this case. So they're more likely to set bail and possibly set it in a higher uh, value if you have a history of defaults. Um, again, the flight risks. Uh, if, you, if you were given any aliases or false identifications in the past, that's a sign that you may not uh, be uh, showing up for court when you're supposed to be. Um, whether you're currently on bail elsewhere, that's a whole other story as well. Uh, we'll talk about that, about bail revocations in, a, in another episode. Um, whether you're on pro parole, probation, or anything along those lines, uh, that can also play into it as well. So um, that's uh, basically uh, what bail is. It happens, as they say, at arraignment or at the police station. Um, holding you on bail is one of the ways that you can be put into custody uh, at the time of arraignment. Um, there are several others as well. Um, just to keep in mind that bail, uh, again, is cash bail. It's held by the court until your case is over. So if somebody or if you or somebody else posts cash bail uh, in order for you to be released and you show up for court on each of the dates that you're supposed to, you're, at the end of the case, your bail will get returned to you or to the person who posted that bail. That person is called a surety. So um, what happens is at the, when your case is completed, if uh, there have been no defaults, your money is returned less any money that's owed to the court. So let's say there's a victim witness fee. Uh, victim witness fees in Massachusetts currently are $50 for misdemeanors, I believe $95 for, um, for felonies. Um, and if there are any other fees, default fees or uh, uh, attorney fees that are owed, if you have a court-appointed attorney, that those uh, fees will be taken out of the bail money before it's returned to you or the surety. Now, if the surety just wants their money back, they can get it back and you're still on the hook for to, to owe it. But um, the court likes to take the money out first because that way they know, <laughs> they know they're going to get paid because they're, they're taking it out of the bail money before it's returned to you. So bail is very important uh, for your to know about for your freedom uh, and for your for your case in general. So that's just a sort of a uh, quick look at bail in Massachusetts. Uh, as I say, at a foreign law, we do practice criminal law and family law in Massachusetts, and our fees are all based on a sliding scale, which is based on your income. Basically, what that means is the less you earn, the less you pay. Feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org. And please feel free to uh, book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about criminal or family law in Massachusetts. Because at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.